Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome to episode 316 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, where tonight we'll be talking about the 355's box office disaster, a little bit about the Supreme Court as well, as there are a lot of thoughts I have on it, and currently still, even now, into the evening on Saturday, waiting for anything to drop as far as it has to do with the case, and um, I'll be keeping my eye on it for the remainder of the stream. Uh, before we go any further, though, please make sure you smash that like button if you're watching over on YouTube, and I'm trying to figure out if I have fixed the Odyssey issue. Um, apparently, it was connected to the... Um, last stream and so i think i've updated it boom there it is perfect it is now working over on odyssey uh so smash the like button on youtube live that fire button if you're watching over on odyssey thank you very much for being here yeah so um just to uh clear up any confusion i saw that uh, tina and steph were very very confused uh about the stream going on the original plan was for the stream to be canceled because there were plans uh that were going to be had this evening uh however i didn't find out until today that the plans had been pushed to tomorrow because originally i said well if we could do our plans on sunday that would be preferable but um, it was insinuated that that was not going to happen, that uh, Saturday would have worked out uh, a, a lot better. So I, I don't really know <laughs> exactly, you know, what went into that uh, overall decision. Um, but uh, what I can say is this, uh, and that is that this video, uh, this live stream, uh, I did let people know, by the way, five hours ago, I put out on the Discord where most people are. Um, that we would be having a show this evening. So I do apologize for anyone if there is or has been any confusion at all. But anyway, let's go ahead and say hello to the people who are here. And, of course, I saw uh, Tina has been dealing with some eye issues today. So please, of course, Tina, uh, enjoy the night. And Stephanie B., I know that you have to leave in about half an hour. So hail to you, Stephanie B., Thank you for being here, and I hope that uh, hope everything is going swell and that you have fun with your overall plans. By the way, uh, please let me know if the volume is okay. For some reason, my volume is really, really, really hot right now, and I don't know exactly why. I have not changed anything as far as settings are concerned, and it, again, still drives me absolutely mad that this thing continues to... Uh, change on its own. I don't exactly understand why it changes on its own. You would think, you know, setting it at a certain level, it's still set at 85 here. So I don't know what the deal is there. Um, people seem to be saying the volume is is okay, uh, at least according to Orange Hat reviews. So hopefully things are not coming in too hot. But I did see someone say that the video was a little too loud on on the last video that I did. Um, and again, I think that there might be, um, you know, part of the reason for that. So I'll try and lower this maybe just a little bit. Uh, hopefully that's a little bit better. So again, I just lowered it a notch on a lot, lowered it a notch on my board. So hopefully now it is a little bit better and it is not, uh, peaking for a lot of people and, and is not too bad. So let me know if I lowered it too much or if it sounds just about right. But let's say hello to some people. We got Gary Banjo Sandwich. What's going on, good sir? 
Uh, he says here, happy weekend to you from your boy Gary in the UK. Hope 2022 is packed with FNT cringe like last night. OMG, they have no shame. <laughs> yeah, last night was definitely a bit of a tough one. And as you all know, uh, my my feelings and emotions very much, I, I wear them on my sleeve. So I was definitely, uh, you know, I was definitely upset. But at the end of the day, kind of got to roll with the punches on that. And let's just say that a lot of prayers were sent their way. And uh, hopefully things are are going just fine. Uh, Gary then added on, saying, The Tender Bar film is a good one just out this week, directed by George Clooney. Yeah, I believe that is now out on Amazon. I I saw a notification for it the other day. Uh, Mohammed Saeed, what's going on? Good sir. Lance Mala tagging in to say, regarding the SCOTUS decision, he says, I listened to about an hour of yesterday's arguments. The comments and questions uh, the liberal judges uh, proffered were absolutely terrifying, using false data on infections, etc. Yeah, um, so I actually listened to all of it. So as many of you know, and I've, I've shared it on stream before, um, this mandate, which is expected to go into effect for businesses with 100 employees or more on Monday, uh, that is the date in which things go into effect and they will not begin to enforce anything as far as penalties are concerned. And this is OSHA against any company that does not comply until the beginning of February. Um, I am unfortunately a part of a business um, which I've always, in my own respect, viewed not as a business, uh, but as a uh, vocation, as a teacher. And I never thought I would ever be in a position like this uh, because I am a part of a Catholic uh, Catholic institution and I live in a Catholic diocese. So to hear that this was coming from them was definitely heartbreaking on many different levels. And it has been impacting me now for weeks. We found out two days before Christmas. Uh, so it was a great Christmas present to get. And uh, since that time, I've basically been inundated on doing research, on looking up information, uh, trying to basically build my own case. And um, the one positive, and it's a very, to me, small one in the midst of, of the fact that they were even willing to go along with it to any degree whatsoever, is that they said in the letter attached to the official policy that this was all contingent upon the Supreme Court. It was all contingent on whether the Supreme Court, basically what they and I know many other companies are doing is they're trying to put this all in the responsibility of the Supreme Court and in in this uh, in the hands of OSHA. Basically trying to use it as an excuse. Meaning that many of them probably are saying to themselves, "You know what? We want this, but hey, this isn't our fault. We're just we're just following the rules. We're just doing what we were told to do." Which especially when you come from a religious organization, is really disturbing because it really does call into question some of the moral factors at play there. Um, that all being said, obviously there's a lot more that I could say, but I won't. Um, that all being said, the one positive thing is that the policy that they have ready, that they informed us about two days before Christmas, is not set to go into effect until Monday. The problem, of course, is that the Supreme Court held a hearing on Friday, on the 7th, to go over whether or not, in one case, dealing specifically with the business mandate, to determine whether or not they were going to issue 
an emergency injunction, because that was the request for an emergency injunction, an emergency relief to be given to the businesses across the country uh, so that they did not have to go into compliance on Monday while uh, Congress or the lower courts, which are hearing other cases about whether or not it's constitutional, are going down the courts, basically is, is what it comes down to. And as of right now, and again, I, I have the, the pages uh, updating. Let me go ahead and try and see if I can uh, switch those over real quick. So that way y'all can see what I've been looking at. So this is the docket for the case uh, dealing specifically with uh, the employee mandate. Let me try and uh, blow it up for you guys. So I have this set on auto refresh. So if you're wondering why it keeps jumping, it's because it's set on auto refresh. So um, the auto refresh here. Um, and, and basically, I learned this back during the uh, during the Supreme Court hearing for the challenges to the uh, 2020 election. And um, basically, this is where all of the documents get posted. So they, they, they put on any document that is uploaded by people who are the petitioners of the court, the defenders, etc. You also have uh, the court themselves who will put their own information here too. So as you can see, the last update that we've actually gotten was it stipulated clearly, hey, um, it was argued, right? So it was argued for... Um, before the Supreme Court, it was argued before the justices, and so that is all that this is saying. So I suspect that when a decision is finally made, that there is a good chance um, that it'll show up here first. Um, obviously, you might have some news outlets that get leaks early on, but you know it is what it is. Uh, but anyway, this has that information. It also tells you how many people are, you know, a part of the case, like so who the lead attorneys are, who's kind of added themselves onto it because there's been several states that have, you know, added themselves on as well. But basically, when the court does come to a decision, they will have it posted here. If it's not posted here, there's also a chance it could be posted here. So this is also an auto refresh. And so if you see it, you know, kind of, you know, freak out a little bit, it's because it's on auto refresh. And basically this is whenever the court issues an order, uh, this is where those orders will show up. And so as you can see, there was one issued the other day, but it was dealing with a different case. So I've got both of these on. I've got, this is the one that's most likely since this is where the actual case is. This is where the actual docket case is. Um, so when a decision is finally met, um, which I'm hoping is before Monday, because Lord knows if, if they wait until Monday or after, that means that companies will push things into effect. That means that companies will uh, start to enforce things. And that means, I think, uh, especially if it's not done before the beginning of the workday, you could see some people uh, potentially get fired or could potentially quit. So all of this is to say that I think that there is and are a lot of reasons for there to be concern over the number of people who could potentially either lose their job or leave the workforce altogether. And that was something that was actually brought up. I listened to, and so you know, getting back to one of the points I was making, because you know, mentioned Lance and mentioned he listened to an hour of it, and I listened to every second. So I came in unfortunately late to it. So I listened to, to a good hour's worth of the uh, first case, and then I went back and listened to the beginning. I then went and watched Rakita Law stream. He had a really great stream uh, going over it. 
to the best of their ability. I, I don't think any of them are typically uh, Supreme Court um, experts, but obviously as being lawyers, they're definitely experts in law. And um, so I got to see them and their commentary on that. And also the case following it, I was able to follow his coverage of that case, which deals specifically with healthcare workers. So one case, the one that is affecting me directly, is the one that's impacting uh, businesses with 100 employees or more. The case that followed that case was the one dealing with healthcare workers. And basically, the mindset that some people have is that there is a good chance for the Supreme Court to issue an injunction against the order, saying that the order cannot go into effect until it is properly litigated, um, and it likely will be either a 5-4 decision or a 6-3 decision. However, I've also read a lot of different interpretations from from you know so-called conservative, so-called liberal sources, and I've heard it both ways. Basically, to me, there's four outcomes. It's either 5-4 one way or the other, or it's 6-3 one way or the other. Um, and that's just based on the makeup of the court itself. Uh, so again, if anything does happen tonight, I will, of course, cover that live and, and read through that. But the chances of it happening, probably not. Um, probably not uh, happening tonight. Uh, many suspect Monday morning because the court is due back in session Monday morning. But uh, according to their schedule, that's for cases, not for conferences. And so that does not mean that they may not uh, release their decisions. But, you know, if they're waiting until 10 a.m., if they're waiting until 10 a.m. on Monday, the day in which this goes into effect to issue a stay order, that that's just ridiculous. You know, that's just insane. Anyway, uh, let's see. Bryant Barth, welcome to the chat. Uh, Tina, thank you for stopping by for even just a little bit. I appreciate it very much. Laura, thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you very much. And (laughs) she just changed her name to uh, Sotomayor is a liar, which is a fact. Uh, She is a liar. Um, Listening to her and Kagan, especially. Um, Briar is a whole other animal. But but to listen to her and Kagan, it, it, it was just... It wasn't even that it, w- it was annoying or infuriating. It was sad because these are people that are on the Supreme Court. The- these are people that are on the highest court in the land, and you would you would expect them to be experts not just in the law, but in whatever case is being brought before them, or, or at the very least to have the best information available to them. But you had, in the case of, of Kagan, she said multiple things, but Sotomayor, I think, had, had the doozy of the night when she claimed that over 100,000 children, because of Omicron, were uh, hospitalized, which is insane and is also factually inaccurate. And add to that, I think it was both her and Kagan, um, you know, it could have been, I think it was both, but it maybe it was just one. They also came out saying, well, all the stats are saying Omicron is just as deadly as Delta. And it's like, there's no data on that either. Last I checked, the information coming from South Africa, where it is said Omicron uh, came from, they actually did not find that to be the case. They actually said that the symptoms are a lot more mild and that uh, hospitalization and deaths are actually down. Because of that. Now, I'm no doctor or medical expert. I just want to state that for the record, but I think it is important to be honest. And so the fact that I was listening to, regardless of how you feel about their positions, because to me, I've always hated the terms like conservatives and liberals for the justices, because no, it comes down to are they an originalist 
Are they an originalist, a textualist, someone who says, here is what the law says. There was a, there was a meaning of the law when it was written, and we are bound by that law. And if we don't like that law or the way it is written or what was meant by it when it was written, then you have to change it. And there's literally a process by which we can. It's called the amendment system. It's obviously Congress can pass laws, etc. That is the way. Whereas you have another philosophy, which is, hey, the Constitution, man, it's a, it's a living document, man. It can mean whatever it is that we want it to be. Whatever suits our needs, we can have it mean. Which I would hope most people would look at and think about and say, that's, that's just insane. Anyway, Beta Fett says, Raven Award for lying. Winner is Justice Sotomayor for saying hospitals are almost at full capacity and there are over 100,000 children hospitalized with COVID, many on ventilators. Yeah, seriously. I don't know where she's getting information from, but it's, uh, it's a lot of it's fake news. Mr. Roy, what's going on? Rob D., welcome back. Thank you for being here. 70B, thanks for being here for as long as you can. I really do appreciate it. And yes, I did say there was not going to be a show, uh, but obviously plans got pushed back, and so here we are. Alex says, uh, howdy, Odin. How's it going? How's Thor? Episode 316. Like Austin 316, darn right. Or like John 316, which is what that was referencing. But yeah, maybe Thor is doing fine. A little fussy tonight, but otherwise fine. Uh, Father, what's up? He said, you said you weren't live tonight. You said you had friends in town. I, again, it's not that they were in town. It's that I had plans with friends. Uh, and I do. They've, it's just been moved to tomorrow. And again, I didn't find out until the last minute. So that's the reason why I did not let y'all know earlier than that. So I do apologize. Soul Assassin, what is going on? And I love how everyone's like saying the same thing. It's like, you know I'm going to respond to the first person who mentions anything. <laughs> yeah, input latency. What's going on, man? Welcome. Uh, by the way, I did see you had a couple of super chats. I will definitely get to those once they come up in the chat so that I can highlight them. Uh, Jay Stowe, what is going on? All right, let us see. Uh, Orange Hour View says, how's everyone? So we got a Vox off a disaster. Something to do with the Supreme Court. Interesting. But what I want to know, why did Thunder's guts look like salad big trouble in little china um yeah i haven't seen big trouble in little china enough to be able to to really uh even remember like specifically that scene it's been a while it has been a while uh laura is absolutely right show some love to that like button if you're watching over on youtube and of course lie to that fire button if you're watching on odyssey odyssey channel i'll get to y'all in odyssey fam i'll get y'all in a second i just want to make sure i can catch up uh with all my chat here on youtube because it is hopping tonight Killy chow what's going on cacao and cookie stream what's going on uh laura says here we are empress empressless yes we are without the empress of the universe I saw the live chat. John Wayne. Well, hey, John Wayne. We got royalty in the chat. Thank you for the $10 super chat. Says, I don't know how you tolerate the language and innuendo on Friday Night Tights since Ryan and Chrissy joined. I'm Baptist, not Catholic, but I don't know how you stand it. It's all I can do uh, to not unsubscribe. Well, John Wayne, uh, thank you for for sharing your your thoughts and your concerns. And all I can say is uh, with prayer, and with a open and loving heart, um, you know, I guess it comes down to Christ told us to to love our enemies. Not that I would call them or consider them my enemies, but um, I would say, you know, Christ called us to love and also to turn the other cheek as well. So um, 
you know, luckily I will say that the comments made, you know, last night and in a couple streams more recently, I would say that luckily those are not very common. I mean, if that was happening all the time, obviously that would probably cause cause some tension. But in the end, it's usually, you know, out of the blue. And for me, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm a grown up. And even though I can definitely act petty at times, it's it's something that I'm okay. Uh, or rather, nice again, I'm not okay with it. Uh, but I'm okay. Um, I'm surviving. I'm <laughs> I'll get through it. And uh, all it does is just motivate me all the much more to uh, pray for them. And so I would ask that you would also add your prayers to that as well, because Lord knows uh, some of them some of them need some prayers for sure. Uh, Orange Hat says, is Stone Cold showing up because it's episode 316? You never know. Uh, there was that comment why I was worried about the uh, audio earlier on. He says, the audio level was loud in the beginning of the 355 box. Again, I did the same audio levels like I've always done. I've, I'm usually pretty consistent with I have no idea why. Um, but uh, hopefully the audio for this is 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 a bit more bearable for you guys. Uh, forever Sci-Fi, hail to you. Father is trying to throw shade at me saying, quote, friends, unquote. No, they are. They are friends. And uh, they were willing to move it because originally I'd said, hey, can we move it to not Saturday because I got a stream? And I was told this was the better day. And I said, okay, that's fine. I can cancel. It's no big deal. And so that was my assumption. And then I found out that they had moved it to Sunday instead. And I was like, oh, well, then <laughs> well, then I guess I guess I'm uh, <laughs> just going to be uh, going uh, going back on. So anyway. Uh, let's see. Stephanie B says, hi there. I got to leave 30 minutes. I got you. Evan S. What's up? Good, sir. Keely Chow with the pizza. Thank you for the pizza. Uh, Brian Bart says, what are movies you hope are good? Anticipate for 2022. I have first guest as these killers of the flower moon and Damon Giselle's uh, Babylon. Yeah, actually for, I totally forgot. Scorsese had a film coming out this year. Uh, definitely Damon Giselle's Babylon. I, I don't have a hope. Like, I don't have a high hope that it will be good. I just want it to be. So I do, I hope that it is good because I want Damon Chazelle to make a great film like Whiplash again. Up to this point, he has not been able to really deliver on that in return. Um, and I would also really say, I also really want Top Gun 2 to be good. I want it to be as good as I want it to be, which just means I want it to be, um, I want it to have all of the cinematography that I could ever ask for. That's what I want. Um, let's see. Brian Barth. Also, this is the year in which Avatar 2 is released. Yes, and it is a terrible year. It is a terrible year because of that alone. You thought you thought 2022 was going to be better? Don't forget Avatar 2 is coming out. No, thank you. Uh, Father says, if volume is too loud, then turn down your own volume. Now the volume is too soft here. Um. So, no, no, no. So, for me, it's it's not it's not about individual volume. It's about whether or not it's consistent and whether or not it gets to the point of it, uh, blowing itself out essentially. So, um, let's see. Everyone was saying audio sounded fine. Very, very good. Very, very, very good. Let's see. Input latency. Thank you for the five dollars. Super chat says Chrissy earned herself an extra decade in purgatory last night. Still holding out some hope. Hail and God bless friends. Well, God bless you. Input latency. Um, and yeah, and that's the reason why, uh, even more so uh, they and also me too because that's the other thing I also want to make very clear that you know it, it's not that I think of myself as the only morally good or morally standard person on the show it's 
more so I feel that I'm I'm one of the few, if not only, that recognizes the moral flaws that I myself have, that I myself need to work on. And so I, when I say I'm praying for them, it's I'm also praying for myself, meaning I'm praying for my own conversion of heart, uh, for my own ability to to love those that don't love me and to love those that challenge me and to try and be the very best um, example that I can be, not just for, you know, for my own good, but for hopefully the good of others. Um, and again, that's not me trying to, to, to put on an ego or anything like that. It's, hey, I'm imperfect. I'm imperfect. And I, I never want the image of me to ever be anything but I am a sinful person who's done things in my own life because, again, I'm human, just like every single other person in this chat, just like every single person on Friday Night Tights. I just think that the difference between us is that I've come to the realization of what those things are, I've accepted what those things are, and I've I've worked to not just move past them, but also to pray for God's grace to continue uh, to move past them and to move past any new uh, issues that come up in my own life. So that's what it really comes down to at the end of the day. Prayer, prayer, prayer. And I do ask that you pray for them, pray for me um, as well, and also, of course, pray for anyone uh, like me who is in this situation with the Supreme Court. Literally, jobs and all kinds of stuff being dangled. That's what is ticking me off, I think, most about the Supreme Court, is that this is a very clear-cut decision. This is a very clear-cut decision. There is no denial that people are going to be immediately impacted by this if it is allowed to go through. So the fact that they have not even come out to say we're going to issue an emergency injunction or temporary relief for a time as we figure these things out or as things go through the courts is is kind of disturbing to me. Let alone the comments that were made by some someone mentioned this earlier, the comments that were made by the progressives. That's, I think, the more correct apt word for it. Uh, the progressives on the court, the people who who don't believe in uh, textualism, who don't believe in originalism, who believe in basically legislating from the bench, which is not what the court or any court for that matter is supposed to do. And uh, it was incredibly disturbing to hear, for sure. 70B, I see that you're heading out, so uh, thank you very much for uh, for being here. And uh, I hope that you have fun tonight. Uh, Jacob, or sorry, Jason, Evanstein, what's going on? Thank you very much for being in the chat. Forever Sci-Fi says here, I can't believe Sotomayor is a justice. She sounds too stupid to decide a cup of coffee. Well, again, I'm not going to judge the <laughs> IQ of the justices, but what I will say is she's getting bad information. I think that if one were be, if one were going to be charitable, they have a truly bad source of information. And what 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 really I think drives me crazy is because a lot of people I think were wondering or asking, especially on on Rakita's stream yesterday, hey, why why aren't they bringing up stats? Why aren't they bringing up you know the actual truth? They're they're you know just letting the justices lie, and it's because they would be making a scientific argument, and they are not experts. The court and the justices they can say whatever it is that they really want to say, you know. Which, again, I understand is definitely, I think, problematic and I think is why there probably should be some reforms as far as the court's concerned. Uh, personally, I would love for there to be, just like with Congress, right? We have C-SPAN. We can literally see um, almost every vote um, that is cast. I would love for us to be able to get cameras in on every committee meeting 
Anytime there's backroom deals going on, those backroom deals, if because they are there on our dime, because they are there on taxpayer dollars, that means we have a right to know every single thing and every single proposal and who is putting those proposals forward. We have a right to know that. The only time that I'd be willing to have an exception, logically, would be if it had something to do with foreign affairs and there was some information that because it would put at risk uh, men and women serving in military, those would be like the only things that I would be like, okay, no, those should still be kept, um, you know, private, kept where they are, you know? But anything else, I feel like we have a right to know what is being said. And I would, I feel the same with the Supreme Court as well. Unless there is something that is... Uh, that would put other people in danger because of us knowing, which in this case, I, I just don't see how, how that could possibly be argued. I feel like we have a right to see the deliberation amongst the justices because the whole concept of them hearing oral arguments and the, the insinuation is most of them know what they have decided before they even go into oral arguments. And then they make you wait until June. Then they make you wait until June for their decisions to come out is, is ridiculous. So I think there are reforms that could actually actually be implemented uh, when it uh, when it comes into it, you know. And I think it's incredibly important. Oh man! But anyway, Gonzalo Bagali, what's going on? Good evening. How's everyone doing? Doing okay. Been better. Again, my Christmas was eaten up by being concerned about all this, and now my weekend. I, I had a, I had a couple days off this week technically because of ice. And one of them was not because baby Thor got sent home from daycare. So I was stay-at-home dad that day. And so I didn't get a lot of free time then. And then uh, Friday. But guess what? Friday was the day of the case. And I thought that the case was starting at 11 Eastern. Turns out it was at 10 Eastern. So I was behind. And so my whole day was eaten up with trying to listen back to everything that was said. Trying to get the best commentary that I could possibly get from people who might have an idea uh, of the information of the of the co- or the court cases of of the uh, legal concepts that I, I'm not an expert on, so I, I think Rakeda has always been uh, really great when it comes to legal cases. So my whole day was eaten up with that, and of course, literally doing not nonstop refreshing of these pages. I'll, I'll show you again for anyone that might just be joining. This is what I've been doing for like the last two days. I've literally had on auto-update. I downloaded an extension to do auto-update every 10 seconds, which is why it'll freak out in a second. Literally so that I can see when they actually uh, put these orders in. So this page, this is anytime the court puts forth orders. Um, this is one place that it could show up. Uh, theoretically, it could show up. So when the court issues an order, this is where it goes. Uh, since this is from a case, I imagine that it'll probably show up here first. And basically, this is where um, if they were going to if they were going to announce a decision on whether or not to stay the mandate or not or whatever the heck they were going to do, it would post here first. And as you can see so far, uh, nothing has been posted. And many people are saying that they don't expect anything until um, potentially Monday morning which, as I, I said earlier, I think is disturbing. It's truly disturbing because the mandate goes into effect on Monday. And if they're going to wait until then, again, 
even waiting just a few hours on Monday or waiting even just that one day from from the weekend to Monday to make a decision is going to cost countless numbers of jobs um, because every company is handling this a little bit differently. See, Rob D says the 355 is going to be this year's a rhythm section. It will go from 3,000 theaters to 49 theaters in two, three weeks. I think that is probably accurate. It's definitely not looking good, that's for sure. Sotomayor is a liar. There it is. Laura has changed the name, and she is a liar. She is a liar. She gave false information. If she had said that on Twitter, she, according to their rules, should have been taken down for giving out COVID misinformation. But notice how. There is no similar standard held. Notice how everyone was going after comments that were made by Gorsuch. Gorsuch made like one factual error. He was giving a conversation. He was having a back and forth. And he was trying to say, okay, if they have the power to do this, then they also have the power to do this during the flu season. And then he, he tried to come up with, and he here's the thing that they forget. If you look at the context, he even admits he doesn't know the number. So he said, like, yeah, what is it, like 100,000 people die from the flu every year? And so what's everyone focus on? They give Sotomayor a pass. They give Kagan a pass for all the misinformation that she put out there. And instead they focus on him saying, uh, fact check, it's not 100,000, it's like 40,000. And it's like, really? Then let's talk about the fact that there aren't 100,000 children right now. Let's talk about the fact that Omicron is not more deadly than Delta based on all the information that we have available. But that would require them to uh, to be honest. You know, that would require them to be honest. And unfortunately, we, we don't have that. Forever Sci-Fi. My company said they will start enforcing on February 9th. Sounds like they are buying time, but I'm working on my exit strategy. Yes. Yeah, so the reason why is because the mandate goes into effect on Monday, the 10th of January, but they will not start penalizing anyone until February. So the way my uh, school slash diocese, school board, whatever you want to call it, they are handling it in the, no, we're going to start to, if you don't have, basically, if you don't violate your constitutional rights and tell us your status, status, don't tell us your status or submit it, uh, basically, that leaves grounds for you to be disciplined. Because by definition, that, that would be insubordination. And insubordination, uh, regardless of the reason, can be grounds for all kinds of stuff. Forever Sci-Fi, ultimately the court there to protect the system. Like every aspect of government, the system protects itself. I would agree to an extent. I honestly do believe that there is a good chance that a motion of stay will be issued here's what i think is going to happen i think that the court's going to come down either five four or six three depends on whether roberts wants to either join the uh, join the majority so he has some control over the uh, way in which the opinion's written or whether he wants to keep and stay with the minority to try and save his own face by you know saying well i didn't vote for that and the reason why is this because all that this would do and this, let's just be clear here. This decision is not going to rule on whether or not it's a constitutional decision or not. That's not what this case is about. The case that's being decided right now is over injunction relief. So in the first case, you had states and businesses, representatives of businesses, saying, 
we want an emergency injunction that lets that does not allow for this order to go into effect. We are still, and the reasoning is we are still suing the federal government. We still have cases that are going through the lower courts. And because we are challenging the constitutional nature of this mandate, we want an injunction to be issued until the courts can rule on it. So my guess would be they actually will vote to allow the injunction to block it from going into effect. But when the court eventually receives the case dealing with do they have the right to do it, that's where I could see uh, some shenanigans. That is definitely where I could see some shenanigans going going into uh, to play. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, it's why they told Texas they have no standing on the election. It could be proved that voting is corrupt and people have no reason to support the system. And again, yeah, that's a whole other thing and we'll, we'll kind of hold off on that for a bit. Uh, Reed Palancy, what's going on? Uh, thank you for that donation via uh, Streamlabs. Very much appreciate that. Uh, since that did not highlight here, I'll go ahead and read it. Uh, so Reed Palancia says, there is no greater tyranny than that which is perpetrated under the shield of the law and in the name of justice. Montesquieu. By the way, I finally managed to afterlife, see afterlife yesterday, afterlife yesterday. It was good. Theaters have low attendance due to the rules. Yeah, well, also keep in mind that that film has been out for a while now, so it was bound to not have a very high number anyway. And then Reed put out there, uh, thank you again for another $10 donation by Streamlabs. The Wheels of Justice, they're square wheels. Author Barbara uh, Corican, a Cororan. Uh, sometimes it is like a complex dance of pain. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Um, but no, especially to that first one. Um, you know, I think there is definitely a, an attempt to try and you know cover everyone's tushes. But uh, I definitely also think that there is reason to have at least some hope. Gailey Chow says, "I would love for you to start a different channel where you can talk politics. I would also love for." Uh, you to be on Midnight's Edge uh, one day. This year, so I've been invited on Midnight's Edge, and I would love to do Mid- Midnight's Edge after dark, especially when they talk box office, especially when they talk about physical media. The problem is, is that their streams are always scheduled when I'm working. So during a regular school year, I cannot stream when they stream because they stream during like the middle of the day, basically. And uh, so that's one of the reasons why. Um, The other reason is if they do an evening stream, usually I'm already doing something else. So I already have something else previously scheduled. Um, And so, you know, over the summer, I think that could definitely become a possibility. And uh, secondly, I do actually have a channel dedicated to politics and news. It's called the OMB Report. It is still around. I just do not have the time to uh, do videos for that as well as for this channel. So I know that the Supreme Court is kind of like, a, wait a minute, what's that doing on this channel? That's like That seems like an OMB report. It is, but because it's impacting me directly, I think it is also relevant to um, our overarching discussions. Input Lancey, thank you very much for another $2 super chat. So just following orders didn't work for Nuremberg. Nope. Um, and yeah, this is what it comes down to at the end of the day. Are people willing to stand up or are people willing to lay down? That That's it. That's the ultimate choice. Do we stand up to tyranny or do we lie down and take it? It's the big question. Slicer says, new Dune in IMAX, old Dune on DVD, quite the discrepancies and experiences. Yeah. It's, it doesn't even have to be in Dune. Watch any movie in IMAX and then any other film 
whether it's the remake or original on DVD, and it's going to be <laughs> miles of differences. Uh, Hannibal Grimm, what's up? Says, Fossey, Fossey, Fossey. What's up? Uh, the R, thank you for being over on Odyssey. Much love to my Odyssey fam. Light up that fire button, please. Glad to hear that it's working over there. Thunderduck, what's going on? The R says, as a fellow Puerto Rican Catholic, I'm extremely disappointed in Sotomayor. I honestly can't believe she said that. Yeah, not only is it disturbing that she's a justice, but the fact that she calls herself a Catholic as well. Um, all I can say is that I, I really hope her bishop, for not just this, but for so many other things, I really hope her bishop um, actually does his job. Thunderduck says, no way home. Is it going to make $2 billion or get close to it? I say probably it is due to be released in Japan, Norway, Thailand, and a few other small countries. Friday Night Tights crew loves you. Uh, I see it as teasing or roasting in a buddy kind of way. You just need a counter roast in your own way. And that's the difficult thing is that I'm, I'm not really into uh, – I'm not as much into the whole counter roasting because, you know, it's like it would be coming from two different levels, you know? Like they, they're a lot more unrestricted in what they say and, and how they say it. Whereas for me, it's like I, I – do have to be careful in the things that I say and and the way that I say it. Um, but I do appreciate that comment, uh, Thunderdog. I really do. Um, and then the R says, remember, if you want Odin, yes, please put at Odin. Long last name, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. All right, let me head back over to YouTube so I don't fall too far behind there. Uh, let's see. Jake the Movie Geek says, I just had another seizure. I had them for 15 years. I'm not doing... Uh, well, at all mentally, any prayers appreciated. Jake, the movie geek, absolutely sending prayers your way for sure. Um, again, I'm sorry that you've been going through that. I, I cannot even imagine what it's like to go through that. Um, mentally, the mental thing I can absolutely understand. It's been a very uh, tough last month. Um, from again, it, it's. I know that there are so many more people who have had it so much more worse, so much more, so much worse as far as the being the, the jobs being impacted and stuff like that than I have. But when, when you basically are in a position and in a job where you have such trust and faith saying, this is never going to happen here. This is never going to happen here. And then all of a sudden it's like the, the father figure, like the protective figure in your life basically turns their back on you. That's what it felt like when again, two days before Christmas, two days before Christmas, they dropped it on us that this is what they were planning to do and also admitted to us that they were banking on the court again trying to not take responsibility for the clear violations of law but even more importantly the clear violations of moral principles then again seeing that every diocese in our in our country and around the world during the pandemic early on and even after when we knew more close down the sacraments, the lifeblood of the church. I can't say I'm all that surprised too much, but obviously it is definitely uh, heartbreaking. Uh, Return to tradition. What's going on, man? What is going on? Much love to you, brother. He says, clearly you don't trust the science. Just bow down to the holy sacrament of the jab. Pretty much. That is where we are right now. It's sad. It really is sad. It has become, in so many ways, like a twisted and demented version of religion. You know, obviously, I think cult fits it a bit better, but religion does too because of the aspect of there being these false uh, sacraments and, yeah, it's bad. 
Anyway, chat's about to jump on me, so I'm going to try and get through as many as I can. For sci-fi, I know at least one person in the workplace who decided to retire on Friday, though he did not state the reason. I can imagine the reason. Not to mention the countless numbers of people who are leaving in droves. Like, again, we had, like, record numbers of people leaving their their jobs. And then also, we uh, have had so many people who have uh, de- decided to, you know, turn it in early. For sci-fi, a country of 330 million, and we leave it to nine political hacks to make all of our final decisions for us. People advocated authority a long time ago. And that's the thing, is that I don't mind... I think the Supreme Court has a purpose. I actually believe in a lot of the things as far as the overall system is concerned. Is it perfect? No. Are there better systems out there? Maybe. Um, you know, I'm very much, as I people whenever ask me, you know, as far as like what's my political affiliation, I'm a Catholic. So I'm all, I'm all about traditional Catholic social teaching. Principles like subsidiarity, uh, solidarity, and the common good. Truly understood. And subsidiarity to me is one of the most important principles. In in short, subsidiarity is the principle in Catholic social teaching, which states that if a lower unit in a society, the lowest unit of any society being the family, can do something as well or better than a higher unit of a society, they have the right to do it or should have the right to do it. To me, that's the principle that I think we should live by. If a family can educate their child as well or better, they should be allowed to do so unhindered. And there's, again, you can just kind of go down the line of, oh, could they do this better? Could they do this better? That's the way I think that we should uh, go about things. Uh, Daniel Thorne over on DLive. What's going on, DLive? Says, I can't believe we have such dunderheads on the Supreme Court. Yeah, seriously. Um, It's not all that surprising, to be honest, because I've been actually following it for a long time. Like, I, it's like every year there's some case that I get into, and so, like, I follow it. But I will say... The, the 2020 election, that's when I, th- I learned so much more about the court as far as the documents and, and where the documents get posted and, you know, all that jazz. So that's why I have these uh, these pages still uploading or rather auto updating. Still still nothing, of course. Uh, Daniel Thorne also says, why do people say amen multiple times? Uh, is Lent done in is isn't it done in the Bible from what I can tell? So where does it come from? Amen is in scripture. Amen, amen, I say to you, is literally the words of Christ. Um, as far as us saying it, we can find even in, look up 155 AD. So within <laughs> within about 50 years of the death of the last of the apostles, uh, you have the mass written by St. Justin Martyr. Look up St. Justin Martyr, Apology 1, I think is the name of it. It's the Apology of St. Justin Martyr. So it's the defense of the faith. And he actually goes through what a mass was like. And you will see so many similarities to what a mass was like in the you know mid-2nd century. So very close to the apostles. And amen is a big, uh, amen is a part of it. Uh, Lance Mala then says, thanks for addressing my SCOTUS comment. Did you see Hangman Page versus Danielson this week? I love the shift to wrestling. Uh, I literally just caught up on all of AEW this week, and it was awesome. It was great. Uh, Angela uh, Guilin, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Angela, appreciate it. Uh, Let's see. Sherry Allen, what's going on? Thank you for being here as well. Apologies if any comments get skipped. Uh, unfortunately, things are kind of getting crazy. Justin, see what is going on. Uh, Slacker2386, what's going on? Uh, yes, I do have to pray live. 
I actually, uh, there's been occasions where I've muted my microphone because I, I, I speak quietly, but I, I have actually, I trained myself this year to pray the rosary in Latin, actually. Uh, Latin's a very powerful language, especially, uh, uh, especially spiritually. And so I, I trained myself uh, to be able to say the Pater Noster and the uh, Ave Maria in Latin. So I, I still don't say the Creed in Latin, and I, I don't say the Fatima prayer for any Catholics or rosary prayers out there. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, but like literally there was a show where I prayed a full rosary <laughs> or, or a full uh, uh, five decades of the rosary um, during during a live show. And there's other times, of course, where I am holding my rosary beads and I am saying it slowly, um, you know, trying to say as much as I can. Let's see. Forever Sci-Fi says Odin just needs to tag Tom in during some of the streams like wrestlers when they struggle, uh, even while in a hole when they reach their hand out. Uh, let's see. Laura Sotomayor is a liar. I don't know Chrissy very well, but Ryan has always been very nice to me. His family man has served our country, so I'll let language slide. Yeah, and again, that's why, as I said, I, I love him. And they're my they're they're extended family, and so uh, I will always have that love for them. But I do appreciate the people that uh, you know have my back as well. Angela says, "I love your kind heart and compassion." Well, thank you, Angela. I appreciate it. Uh, MNS says, "I'm looking. I'm looking. Sending Christy Meyer a copy of Theology of the Body. I would just be careful with that. Uh, maybe have a letter, kind of maybe explaining it." Um, you never want it to be either one taken the wrong way or two used in a way that actually could make things worse, if you know what I mean. Uh, Jason Evanstein says, I couldn't believe how biased the questioning from Kagan and Sotomayor was yesterday, but in less worried about mandates as the three questionable justice seem very opposed to mandates. Yeah, and, and that it's a good point about the questions, to be honest, because they were it was like it was the progressive justices were so politically charged in all of their conversations, whereas the other ones were focused more so on like the actual questions and the in le- the legal legal questions and the legal precedent. It was it was phenomenal to like, and that's why like that's the kind of stuff that I love. Like it was awesome listening to those justices because Justice Clarence Thomas, that dude is a boss. Justice Alito, that dude is a boss. And then also I think that because of how how pro- imagine also. Uh, I would recommend anyone go back, listen to the oral, if you care about this stuff, listen back to the oral arguments about the um, rights of life case, about uh, the issue of of abortion, Um, because it really just does show you the mindsets of the justices and where they're coming from. And it's really cool to see. It really is cool to see. Uh, by the way, thank you for everyone, uh, super chats and uh, members, etc. I just again, I really do appreciate it, and I will get to everyone who has. Uh, but I'm waiting for comments to be in the chat so I can highlight them. Um, and if the members' comments uh, have not, I will of course read those. Uh, Beta Fett says Spider-Man: No Way Home to cross 666 million US and surpass the Titanic box office US record. Nice. Now, of course, that probably is not adjusted for inflation. Uh, it is still impressive, nonetheless. It's it's breaking uh, records all over the place. Brian Barth, what's wrong with La La Land? First Man. Uh, La La Land sucks. Like La La Land is just not a good movie. First Man, I actually liked a lot, uh, but the cinematography is. Uh, it's, 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 
I would say a lot of stuff is good about First Man. Let me take that back. A lot of things are first are good about First Man, but the cinematography, especially when they're in the rocket and take off, there's so much shaky cam, and it's done very poorly. Uh, Cat and Philly, what is going on? Thank you very much for being here, and thank you for that. I really appreciate. It. I'm and again, uh, I, I just want to make it very clear. I I hope never to put on any type of uh, persona of or image of someone who thinks that they're perfect because i'm not i'm i'm right there in the boat with everybody else uh for sci-fi i still haven't watched the original avatar uh the film or the show because i've watched a couple episodes of the show because I, I got sent the set and uh liking it think it's funny the movie original avatar it's not worth seeing i i would say stay away from it evan Rall, what's going on welcome back welcome back and thank you for being a friend. Let's see. Forever Sci-Fi. I like the Northman trailer, uh, but I get uncomfortable uh, every time Anya Taylor-Joy stares at the screen. <laughs> she does have very powerful eyes. Uh, she's awesome, though. Like That's why I cannot wait to see the film specifically because I think that she is one of the best uh, young actresses right now in Hollywood. Uh, 70B, hope you have a wonderful evening. Have some fun. Reed Palancia, what's going on? There you are in the live chat. Thank you again for those donations via Streamlabs. I appreciate it. Mr. Williams, what's going on? Punk Waddle, who's a member, hail to you. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, let's see. Sotomayor is a liar, Laura says. According to the Chief Justice, they have a number of arguments to review before they make a ruling. Um, yeah, I, I was, was that something he said at the very end? Um, yeah, and that's the issue, too, with the Supreme Court, is that they never tell you what schedule they're working on. They work on their own schedule. And so that's why going back to what I said in the beginning, it's just like, to me, if we have the ability to listen to all debate and hear all amendments and all that kind of stuff for the Senate and for the house, you know, through C-SPAN, I don't see, unless it's a case dealing with matters of national security, I don't see why we don't have that same right to be able to hear what the justices are saying. I, I, I really don't know why we have to wait months and months and months to find out the mindset of the justices, especially when it comes to stuff like this, because imagine the number of people who are like me, who are concerned, who are worried, who just want to know, do, do I have to start <laughs> filing for uh Lord knows what everyone's going to be in a different situation. Some might, might might need to start filing for unemployment. Some people might need to start filing uh, for exemptions. Some people might need to be filing for, you know, legal challenges, you know, saying, Hey, okay, I'm guess I'm bringing my uh, organization to court, but we, we can't know that until an actual decision is put into play. So the court, even though they're, you know, clearly weighing the decisions and they're clearly going through everything, like, to me, for one, this is an open and shut case of, no, this is not legal. This is not right. Let's at least give a hold so that way we can actually, you know, spend the time to look into it and not have millions of people. Because remember, this is affecting millions of people, tens of millions, close to 100 million Americans. This is affecting. With that, you know, add that to the, the second case that was dealing with healthcare workers Easily over a million people being impacted by these mandates. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll make a decision. We won't tell you when. We won't give you any idea of when it'll be. But, hey, it'll happen at some point. 
And when people are saying the most likely scenario is that they don't make a decision until Monday, it's like, that's when it goes into effect. How could, you know, you're just going to create even more confusion. Gary Banjo Sandwich. I uh, hope the situation in the United States is uh, favorable and not lunacy. Yeah, again, as you can see, things are getting quite crazy. Imagine if Avatar 2 came out last year, it would have bombed. They blame the sweet and sour sniffles and voila, no chance of more sequels. Yeah, you know what? That, that's a hope I have for this year. <laughs> Sotomayor is a liar, Laura says. Uh, is this like Highlander? As the last mod, do I get all the mod powers? There can only be one! Well, as a mod, you have all the mod powers that you could possibly get. So, yeah, don't cross the mod. She'll lay down the hammer. Keely says, are you a sports fan? If so, I would love to, you to come to the chat of the Sports Wars live stream. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not really all that into sports. I don't hate sports. I'm just not a huge sports person. Um, I really want to get into hockey. I just don't really have the time to. But I, I am a uh, AEW fan, wrestling. Let's see. Uh, Brightburn, 985. Uh, do you think it would be argued that James Bond, No Time to Die, is better looking film than Spider-Man, No Way Home? It wasn't as beautiful as Skyfall, though. Um, if you mean cinematography, uh, cinematography wise, I would have to see it again, which I don't want to. <laughs> so I really, I really don't know if I, I have an answer to that. Uh, Jason Evanstein, thanks for the tag. He says, you know, if Sotomayor said that in Twitter, they would celebrate it. Yeah, exactly. They would say, what disinformation? What are you talking about? What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? Uh, Force of Light Entertainment. What's going on, ladies? Thank you for being here. Force of Light Entertainment, fantastic channel. Uh, super anime gamer. It's depressing that everyday Americans are better informed and more prepared for the debate than the Supreme Court justices. And that's the thing, too, is that if the justices did not say anything about scientific data or research, I think it would not have been as bad. But yeah, the progressive justices, to me, just showed themselves to be so uninformed. Basically, they kept claiming, well, the documents we've been given. So it's like, so are you saying that you're just given documents and if the document happens to have a piece of information on it, you're just going to accept it as as true? You're not going to look for for context? Because again, I don't, I can't think of a single time there's in, during this entire pandemic where 100,000 children all at the same time were dealing with um, hospitalizations better, especially when New York, I believe it was New York State, just came out recently and said that like 40% or so of their hospitalizations that were listed as for COVID were actually not. They were actually people who were already hospitalized who happened to test positive. It's a very different thing. And then if that's happening, it makes you wonder, how many other times during the pandemic has that happened? Where we've been like, record numbers of uh, cases and hospitalizations. Okay, okay, okay. How many people were actually hospitalized specifically because of it versus people who were already hospitalized or on the way to being hospitalized who happened as positive? There's a big difference there. But people don't care about truth. People don't care about context. People don't care about... Um, you know, proper understanding of framing. Super says, how have they justified this legally? Mandates aren't laws. How can they penalize people? Basically, it comes down to uh, there are statutes that... So OSHA exists uh, primarily because... And this is something else I learned from listening to the litigation uh, from the OSH or the OSH Act, the OSH Act. And essentially, in one of the provisions, there is a brief mention of, like, vaccinations or something. 
which uh, Rakia Law, as I understand it, uh, was explaining, saying it was it's a vast misunderstanding of that provision. Basically, it's coming down to uh, whether or not in an emergency setting, that's the big key thing, in an emergency setting, does OSHA have the standing, have the, uh, the right, are they the proper organization to implement something like this? Because that's the other thing too, right? People were saying, well, why aren't they bringing up this about the vaccine? Why are they bringing up this about this? The reason why is because they were fighting something very specific, which was, does OSHA have the right to do this? And the reason why is because that is where the legal argument had to be. Anyway, Anona Moss, who is a member, says, I'll have to get a test every week depending on cost. I'm looking at uh, two to $3,000 losses. Damn. Um, yeah, I do know there are some businesses that if they are going with the testing uh, weekly mandate, which has, its own, which has its own problems, again, it's, it's, so, it's so ridiculous. Like, how can anyone with a straight face say, oh, yeah, that makes sense to be asymptomatic and to not have been exposed, but but to be forced to test weekly, that helps nobody except the people making the test. It kind of makes you start to, it kind of starts to make you ask the question of, wait a minute, where is this coming from? What logic is being used here? And then you realize, oh, there is no logic being used. Uh, let's see, Laura, son of my yours, a liar, says, the drastic difference between the arguments and decorum of the liberal justices versus the, uh, the conservatives was shocking. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um, it really was. And that's why I recommend, don't take my word for it. Find the audio of the, uh, trial yesterday, um, and listen to it yourself. It's not too long. If you just listen to that first case, it's a little over an hour, maybe like an hour and a half or so. At least I think that's what it was as far as the actual oral arguments, um, with both cases together, I think it was three hours, but it's well worth a listen. Because it gets you listening to what are the questions that are being asked by our justices, what is the uh, mindset of our justices, and I think it's important for us to be aware of this. You know, I think it's important for us to to have this knowledge. All right, let me see if anything's going on over on Odyssey. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. IRC Life says, for something completely different, have you ever seen the Cary Grant version of The Bishop's Wife? Weird movie. Have you seen it? What would you take on it? I have not seen it yet. However, I do have it, um, and I am planning to watch it at some point. I just have not done so yet. Have not done so yet. Anyway, 15 people watching on Odyssey. Thank you very much for that. Make sure you light up that fire button if you're watching over there. Um, really does mean a lot. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, all right, heading back now over to YouTube, not to fall too far behind. Let's see. Uh, the Master of Gaming says, while wokeness has something to do with the 335, also flop because of poor marketing, uh, the lack thereof, and also a little no buzz. That's the thing, though. There was marketing for that movie. There was actually fair marketing for that film. The issue is that a lot of people were choosing not to go to see films, which is typically where you would see trailers. Um so I think that marketing was was actually not as bad as some people might have suspected it to be. But I would definitely say, no, the issue is the film itself. You know, it's amazing because a lot of people, a lot of people are trying to make the argument that the film failed because of Omicron, that it failed because of um, Spider-Man No Way Home. And, and, and a plethora of other reasons. 
it did not for a second think, hey, maybe it's because the film, and again, you can look this up for yourself. This is how the film came to existence. Jessica Chastain, who I think is a talented actress, but Jessica Chastain came out of nowhere during a film and said, hey, we should make a female spy movie. She pitched it to the director of Dark Phoenix, which is a terrible film, and uh, that's where they went from. That was their jumping off point. Let's make a female-centric spy movie. That's where they went wrong. Instead of it being Jessica Chastain saying, hey, I've got this really awesome idea for a spy film. It's going to be this and this and this and this and this. And like coming up with ideas, that's where you say, okay, we got all this stuff. Let's, let's you know, bring it down a notch. That's how you write a good story. But instead, they're like, hey, what if we have some female-led story? And then you try and grow from there. It's doomed to fail. It's doomed to fail at that point. By the way, Miss Martin Muses... Man, oh man, Miss Martin Muses, thank you very much for that. She dropped a $100 super sticker. Thank you so very much for that. Uh, and it was a rose. Thank you very much, Miss Martin Muses, for the rose. Thank you for that $100 uh, donation. I really do appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Miss Martin Muses, she's awesome. She is phenomenal. Master of Gaming, I don't think the masses will end. Uh, ever stand up to tyranny they might i think a lot of more i think a lot more people are waking up unfortunately not people <laughs> in my own life who i pray for uh i really do and i pray especially for guidance of how to approach them because one of the worst things that we can do and i know that i've i'm no saint in this myself is we don't want to lose the relationships that we have you know um and the way in which we approach someone even if we know that we have uh, the truth on our side, we have facts on our side, the way in which we present it can oftentimes lead to whether or not it's accepted by them or heard by them. You know, and I've always been very much a believer in you just lay that seed. You say, okay, let me just try and lay that seed and hope that it, it, it finally grows. Um, but I, I do think that it is changing. And the reason why is is because of one person, to be honest, and that's uh, Joe Rogan. It's crazy to think that Joe Rogan has one of the biggest is having one of the biggest impacts on anything culturally, uh, but he is. The fact that he had Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone, uh, Dr. was it Abrahamson, uh, who wasn't talking about COVID specifically, but was talking about the pharmaceutical company specifically. Um, he's having the conversations that should be had in the mainstream media. He, he's having the conversations, the interviews that should be had in, in all public discourse. And I'm going to say this right now. I know that there's already like there's this one rich dude from Silicon Valley who has already put like a million plus dollars on the line saying publicly debate me and 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 prove that I'm wrong and I will give you this money and no one's taking him up on it. Now that itself does not prove his point. However, I don't know about y'all. I would love to see a debate between Dr. Anthony Fauci and Dr. Robert Malone. Would love to see it. Would love to see it. You know what? If the federal government was smart and they really wanted to raise more money, they wouldn't have to tax people. They would just have to say, hey, if you want to see Dr. Fauci debate Dr. Robert Malone, and obviously to give all the conditions, you know, to showing that it'd be a fair uh, instance, and then say, we ask that you donate a dollar to your federal government or something like that. I'm guaranteeing you. 
they they could make a they could make a good amount of money from that. <laughs> they could make a fair amount of money, even if it was like donate whatever you want, minimum donations a dollar. Imagine for a second how many people would love to see Dr. Anthony Fauci get his just get wiped, the floor wiped with him. And and here's and the other thing, Robert, Dr. Robert Malone, he he's not. He's not some type of like, you know, he's not dropping mics, you know, and stuff like that, you know? So it's not like he would be all smart alecky and everything. He would just be a normal person. People would finally see him as a normal person. And on the other side, you have Dr. Fauci, who would have no studies, because he never does, who would have no response, and it'd be great. You could obviously substitute a lot of other people there as well. I mean, I think Dr. Rand Paul would be another good person to have in that. I saw Laura mention him because that would be a great because they've already had like public battles in, in Congress. But yeah, ask for people to donate money. That's how you can raise money. Instead of stealing through through taxation, uh, you could actually ask for donations. Uh, the Salty Nerd Podcast. What's going on, Salty Nerd Podcast? Much love to them. Go check them out. Subscribe to their channel. Uh, check them out over on iTunes, Spotify, etc. iTunes especially, uh, they're trying to get uh, certified actually to be reviewers for Rotten Tomatoes. And we know we need a lot more, a lot more than just them. But it's a good start. Uh, honest movie reviewers and TV reviewers over on Rotten Tomatoes. And one of the ways to do that is to give some five-star ratings to them on iTunes. So check them out. Uh, again, thank you for the super chat. Good, sir. He says, fully expecting to lose my California job due to the mandate. Support your independent creators. Odin is a good guy. Much love from the Salty Crew. Well, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, and the same Salty Nerd podcast. Yeah, uh, support independent creators. And as you all know, and I said this from day one, I do this for fun. The fact that I even have to think, and this is obviously not my plan, and this is obviously not what I would want to happen because I want to make it clear. I love my job. I love teaching. It's a passion. It's a vocation. I do this for fun. And it is fun. I love talking to everybody about movies, culture, pop culture, Supreme Court, anything. I love talking. It's so much fun. But I do it as a hobby. The fact that I even have to think for a second that I may need to try and turn this into a full-time as I know a lot of people probably would say, oh, that sounds like a great thing because you like it. It's like, yeah, but I, I like it because it's fun and I like it because it is a hobby and I like it because of, of it being uh, entertaining. But just even having to think for even a moment of something that I, that I like love as, as a job, as an occupation could just <sighs> go away is, uh, it's it's scary so thank you very much uh, for that salty nerd and yeah much love to y'all and i hope that y'all can support and the other thing too is that you know we're a community here uh, i always say my asgardian community is one of the best communities on the internet but at the same time i know all i know a lot of y'all are going through a lot of problems i know a lot of y'all it's it's whether it's personal issues health issues uh job issues Everyone here is going through a lot. And so it is hard for me to even conceive of there being a point in the future because I'm not here now. 
I want to make this very, very clear. I'm not at this point now. But to even think about being in a position where I would be, you know, <laughs> trying to lighten up a bit, to be, <laughs> to be in the Jeremy from the quartering uh, <laughs> mindset of, <laughs> my channel's under attack. I need your help. The fact that I could ever get to that point, you know, to ask ask for that kind of help, when I know that y'all are, would be going through the same kind of, of issues needing your own help, I don't even want to think about it. But the fact that I'm even being forced to think about it to some extent um, hurts. But don't, I'm not there now. I just want to make that very clear. Not there now. And, and God willing, will not be. Evan says, Our Lady Fatima told us this would happen. Yep. I think there's a lot of things we can look to there. Uh, for this channel, Ken Elite, what's going on? Uh, then on guys on to say, I'm retiring after 28 years in the classroom. Damn. And you know what? I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But I know as, a, as someone who is a teacher as well, it, it can't be easy. There's a reason why you're in the classroom for 28 years. Forever Sci-Fi, I feel betrayed by the church in some ways. When it won't stand up, makes you feel alone. Thankfully, YouTube connects us to people that will stand with us. Agreed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, social media for as many of the evils that that it has, there are some be- there are some beautiful things. There are some good things, um, and I think the communities that can be built, the people that you can reach out to, is definitely a big a big part of that. Um, yeah, and that's again that's why, as I said, when when I found out two days before Christmas that they were basically saying, well, unless the Supreme Court comes in and does our job for us, we're going to implement this. It broke my heart because it meant, okay, what this is telling me is that my bishop is not willing to stand up for me. The, all the other leaders that are below him but are ahead of me aren't willing to stand up for me, aren't willing to stand up for principle. And there is that aspect of, of losing hope in them. In them. Because I want to make that clear too my hope and faith in god continues to be strong because i know no matter what happens i have my family i have my friends i have god and in the end though conveniences might go away you know extra nice things like being able to get movies uh to get a bunch of films for, for giveaways, things like that, as many as I've done in the past. Like, again, conveniences. Those might go away, but the important things will remain. Um, but no, uh, that to me was the most harmful, uh, the most hurtful of all, is just saying, wow, even my own shepherd doesn't have my back. Uh, let's see, Master of Gaming says pjw describes the mass as the best keep complying idiots uh let's see uh laura adds on here some of you are arguing that osha has police powers was shocking constitution gives that power to the states yep uh and not just that but also the 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 uh, progressive justices insinuated that the the government could go even further than they are now that was to me even the most terrifying. Robbie, have you ever thought about getting any movie posters to put on the walls? 
<laughs> so I have posters. I want people to know I have posters. Uh, the issue is just like where to place them. My wife and I are currently we're are actively working on a setup when I actually have free time and my job's not <laughs> under attack and my faith and my health are not under attack by a tyrannical government and uh you know a hierarchy that that has the a hierarchy a church hierarchy that's spineless um when i actually have time off i my initial plan is to actually move my desk so that my blu-ray collections behind me if that works then that's perfect if not my wife's actually in the process because she's a designer i'm not i can't design it's just not in me uh, but to like work on the behind the scenes stuff, uh, and working on lighting and stuff. So don't worry. That's being worked on. I know my background's terrible. It's, everyone always tells me that. Um, but yeah, I need free time to watch movies and TV shows. I need a lot more free time than that, uh, to be able to deal with that situation. Uh, a green screen might be on the horizon. I do have one. I just don't know how to light it cause I'm terrible. At that kind of stuff, and I don't want to blow a, a circuit because of all the things that are already plugged in. Anyway, Master of Gaming says Morbius got delayed uh, to April Fool's Day. <laughs> that would be very fitting. Gomagaz79, what's going on? Ms. Martin Muses says, Come to Texas, you teach religion, I'll teach the music. Nice. Yeah, the only issue is that I'm I'm still in a great state. I'm in the great state of Tennessee. Tennessee passed a law against these mandates. The problem is that the law does not specify uh, private schools by name. It, it mentions schools. However, because it does not get, go into more specifics, what it means is that uh, they could say, well, it doesn't technically apply to us because it doesn't specify. Anyway, um, I mentioned this before. Basically, there was an amendment. It was Amendment 12. By the way, everyone here, whatever state you're in, Start paying attention to the laws that are being passed by your state. Because I know Amendment 12 died in our state Senate, and Amendment 12 would have stipulated that any time a school was mentioned in the law banning these mandates, including things like with testing and and with masks, um, that it would include even private institutions, private schools. That amendment died in the state Senate, was not included in the final bill. So, yeah. Um, so, my state's actually a pretty great state. It's it's really the diocese, to be perfectly honest. Sherry Allen says, uh, I'm good. It's scary to think how government uses fear tactics to get people back so they are able to carry on their life as normal. Yeah, and, and what's crazy to me as well is that we are still living under this uh, again mass formation psychosis was it's what uh you know i know it, dr robert malone didn't come up with it but it's definitely been made famous by him and his appearance on joe rogan but it's amazing how much that has impacted us because there is a great website that dr P- peter mccullough recommends i've put it out on all my socials it is phenomenal because it doesn't question vaccinations it doesn't even go into that it doesn't even go into safety or non-safety of any of that it goes specifically and only into what are the current treatments, what are repurposed drugs, new drugs, and their efficacies. And the thing is mind-blowing. Like, I'm just going to put this out here. Melatonin. Yeah, you know that thing I take every night to help me go to sleep? Melatonin has a 
has a positive risk reduction in a wide variety of, of ways uh, as treatment. Melatonin. Uh, I recommend it highly. I, I don't have the actual uh, direct website name in front of me right now, but yeah. Imagine if we took even half of the money going towards the pharmaceutical companies towards research on early treatments. Imagine how many lives could be saved. It's it's kind of disturbing that to even suggest that somehow makes me a kook. Wait, you're saying you want money to go towards treatments and studies on whether treatments are working, how, how effective those treatments are? Yeah, that's kind of what being a doctor is all about, right? <laughs> it's treating, treating patients who are sick. Oh, man. Anonima says, I've noticed that Gary tries to divert the conversation away from the religion jokes when he thinks it's gone too far. Yeah, and that's why a much shout out and love to Gary because yeah, he has he always has my back and I always I always appreciate uh, when he does that. I really do. Uh, sci-fi must be hard to adjust movies for inflation right now. Do you have to redo every, every month? No, because yeah, the inflation calculators typically work on a year basis. So we really won't know what the actual inflation rate is until like probably a year after. Um, so no, I don't, I don't adjust for inflation. Uh, LBS official bear. Thank you very much for the love and support. I, I very much appreciate it. Uh, Daniel Thorne tagged to say, first it was Florons, now Delacron, a thing. Uh, this is becoming more of a joke as time goes on. Yeah, some of the names are uh, definitely out there for sure. All right, we got about eight minutes left, so hopefully I can get through as many comments as I can. Let me head over to my Odyssey fam. What is going on, Odyssey fam? Sorry, it's taken me a while. Um, oh, man. Looks like I've fallen behind a little bit. Uh, looks like I've fallen behind a little bit, but don't worry, it happens. Light of that fire button on Odyssey. The R says, yes, people should know how many people are protesting worldwide against the shot mandates. Americans don't know this. Yeah, there are countless videos of, of protests. It's, it's phenomenal. And yeah, it's, it's a relatively odd concept for a lot of Americans. And again, a lot of it comes down to that mass formation of psychosis. The R, remember, we are no better than machines now. Yeah. There was that comment made as well by one of the progressive justices. Daniel T. There is a female-driven reboot of The Honeymooners centered around Ruth and her husband, Alex, who are determined to have a marriage where they are true equals in every way. Yeah, um, not Honeymooners, so I don't even know why they're even trying to pretend like that is a thing. That That is ridiculous. And the R says, How dare you? How dare you? Well, how dare you? Thank you very much. Odyssey fam, y'all are awesome. All right, back over to YouTube. Uh, again, trying to get through as many as I can. Uh, Johnny Skinwalker. Uh, hey, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. I'm with a lot of smart guys on there, so I definitely appreciate it. I definitely got I definitely got the numbers, at the very least. I think the problem with the justice in the same, is the same as the congressional members. People assume that because they are talking about something, they are experts in it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but also, as I said, I think the biggest problem that we always have is labeling them liberals and conservatives because it gives that false uh, concept that they are a part of political groups. They're not. A lot of these people are friends. A lot of these people uh, you know, hang out with each other and everything. After the fact, right, it can be really good friends. It really comes down to this. I don't care who 
was president when they were put on the court. That doesn't mean a darn thing. We know this historically. That does not mean a darn thing. What I care about is, okay, what are the decisions that they're making? Is there a pattern to the decisions that they're making? And ultimately for me, the thing that the only kind of justice that makes any logical sense on the court in the way our country was formulated is a textualist and originalist who will read the law as it is written, how it was written. And if something goes against that, you have to say, cannot allow this, goes back to the states, goes back to the Congress, pass a law, pass an amendment, or let the states handle it. All righty. Uh, for sci-fi says Congress has passed law making ability to bureaucracy that answers to no one. Yep. And that's a big problem too. That's a big problem too, because OSHA, no one elected them. No laws are passed by them. And that should be disturbing to everyone. And I'm hoping too, that this wakes a lot of people up to wait a minute. OSHA is a government agency. How many other government agencies do we have that make rules that are treated like laws? Wait a minute. Let's, let's take care of this. Remember that. In November, during these midterms, and I'm not saying to vote a certain political party, because to me, the political parties are all broken, every single one of them, which is why what we really need to start doing is is voting as independent as possible. Reaper, uh, do you remember the pre-order your Best Buy Steelbook of Eternals? Because I know you're really looking forward to watching and reviewing it for us. Uh, Heck no, but I am excited because my uh, Steelbook of Dune will be coming out soon. Uh, Sotomayor is a liar. Laura says, is Discord for members only? No. Uh, Discord is for everyone. Anyone can join. But uh, only people who are Patreon members or Subscribestar members or Locals members will be given a, uh, a role where they get access to, depending on their level, can possibly get access to certain channels. So, yeah, but they can join. Uh, they just may not get the actual thing. Again, Ms. Marmuses, thank you earlier for that $100 father, uh, that $100 uh, Rose uh, super sticker. Sarah Allen, have you watched Father Ted TV series? I have not. I've heard about it. It's always been recommended to me, but I have, I've not been able to watch it. Uh, Angela says, have you been watching The Expanse? So I watched a bit of The Expanse, and I've said this constantly anytime I'm asked about it. I, I couldn't get into it because, and it, I don't think it's my TV. I think it's the way in which it was it's it's the way in which it was uploaded to Amazon. The first season has a big problem with the sound mixing where I can't understand a darn thing. And it's, it's a, it's something where I don't want to have the subtitles on for it. Um, I, it looked good, but yeah. Uh, Crisco, what's going on, man? Thank you for being here. Miss Mario Muses. Thank you. Uh, you hang in there as well. I, I know that a lot of us are going through difficult times. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says there have been female spies throughout history, but because they did non-PC things, they'll never tell these stories. A woman using her family to defeat the enemy? No, she must act like a man. Exactly. Exactly. Gummer Kazami 9, why does Grace Randolph hate Jessica Chastain? Um, why are you even listening to Jessica? <laughs> why are you even watching or listening to anything that, that uh, Grace Randolph has to say? <laughs> That's the real question. That's what I really want to know the answer to. All right, we got about three minutes, so again, I might have to, I might have to skip some comments. But Sotomayor says the strongest argument against the COVID vax is that it doesn't prevent infection. Yeah, again, uh, Laura, thank you for bringing that up. Bringing that up. The only way emergency use authorization, regardless of of whether it, it, it's OSHA or whatever, is predicated upon there being no other 
possible way to treat it. And we already know that is factually inaccurate. We also know, because this is the other lie, at one point, one of those justices said the word inoculation, which, by the way, none of these are. Because that would mean that once you get it, you're immune and you don't have to get anything else. So, it's, again, uh, you, you, again, you, 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 you really hit uh, the nail on that. Oh, by the way, I highlighted the wrong message there. <laughs> but no, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. There are ways of treating it. The issue is that they have been demonized. They have been shut down and no long-term studies have been paid for in a wide degree. Because why? There was no money in them. If you want to know even more about that, highly recommend looking up uh, and getting the real Anthony Fauci. It is mind-blowing. Rob D says, at this point, I'm just waiting for the media to announce the nacho cheese and Cool Ranch versions. Wait till we get to the Omega variant. That's when you know things are going to get really dark. That's when things get really, really bad. Uh, Jacob Ironside, what's going on? Uh, Forever Sci-Fi. Fauci should be serving multiple life sentences. Oh, I agree. I agree. I hope history looks back and says, wait a minute, you shut down this research, you shut down this drug, you shut, you, you shut down this, wait a minute, and then I hope they do the math and realize how many lives could have potentially been saved and uh, throw them in jail forever. Yep. I I would 100% agree. Forever Sci-Fi, I like how they had the sheep form into the shape of a needle and did not see the irony in it, says Forever Sci-Fi. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, where did I see that? Um, oh, it was, it was in the intro, uh, shout out, (laughs) shout out to Ryan Grant. Uh, I know that he sometimes follows, follows my stuff. Um, he's, he's on a show called the rundown and it was in their intro. I was like, wait a minute. I've seen this before. All right. Let's see. Soul assassin. Hold on. I'm getting notifications. I got some from school that I'll have to check. I don't think it has anything to do with this. The soul assassin, much respect for you, man. Especially when I ask for prayers on Twitter. Absolutely, man. You got it. Uh, Crisco, have you watched either Coda or Swan Song? No, I have not. I have not. Coda looked a little interesting, though. Uh, Punk Waddle was a member. Uh, I've seen some articles saying that Texas is staying red, so blue-leaning people should think about going elsewhere, which I thought was a joke at first. <laughs> That's great. Um, what I would say is this. I think that, um, yeah, I mentioned this on, I think I mentioned on Friday Night Tights. Basically, there's this perception that because there's a lot of transplants coming into Texas from uh, liberal cities and liberal states, that means that it's going to turn more blue, and that's what we've seen. The issue is that 2020 actually showed us something interesting, and that is that Hispanics, for the first time in many areas, uh, became a lot more conservative. Um, and a lot of it, I think, a lot of it's going to be coming from the fact that many of them are fleeing socialist, communistic societies. And especially with now everything going on with COVID, they have now said, wait a minute, this is the kind of stuff that we were trying to get away from. And I think it's going to end up uh, having an impact. I, I really do. Uh, let's see. Thunderduck, a mandate is no law. That is a fact. Yes, I agree. I agree. You are completely correct. All right. Uh, we are at time. So I will start to have, I, I do have to start uh, skipping some comments 
um, bringing back Romero starring uh, Raul Julia. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I, I have not seen the film yet. I have it, but Raul Julia is great. Uh, let's see. John Fisher was, yeah, we need, oh man, we, <laughs> the Holy ghost needs to wake up some hearts and, uh, we need a re a reawakening and rebirth in the church. We need another Catholic reformation. Notice I said Catholic reformation. Uh, Soul Assassin says, the minute you put uh, the posters up, we will complain about the change. Exactly. See, that's why I haven't, because I even told my wife, I'm like, I'm not going to put posters up because guarantee you, I'll be told, this one's not straight. This one's not on the right level. And I'd be like, ah, Baby Thor's doing great. Jahas, what's going on? Gunzer, thank you for the five dollars. That's a super chat. Uh, liberals leaving California to states like California, to Texas and Florida, bringing their failed liberal ideas with them. Hope red states. Yes. So again, the kind of I kind of addressed that earlier on. It's a little bit more nuanced than that. However, yes, I do agree. I think that that is something where those discussions need to be had on the state level. Need to be on the state level. Can't can't go anywhere else unless unless you have those discussions. Uh, see, Angela uh, says, I lost faith in my employer too, and I've chosen to stand up from a right here in the UK. I believe this is God's way to try and help humanity create a fair society by making it stronger. Yeah, again, I definitely think it's there. And obviously, uh, everyone needs to decide what is best for themselves. Uh, think about the impact on your own life. Think about the impact on your children's lives, on your van. Again, everyone's in a different position. So I don't think there is a one-size-fit-all as far as how we approach this because um, you know everyone's going to be a little bit different. But what I would say is this, no, you are not alone. That I think is the most important thing of all, because I actually was talking to a coworker just the other day. We had a meeting, you know, we had gotten the email over Christmas, but like the first day back, we uh, had a meeting about this and uh, he just came up to me because I sent an email out, you know, asking if anyone else was, was, was worried or concerned. And he came up to me after he's like, oh, I just got the email after the fact. And, um, and like the first thing he said, I'm just glad to know I'm not alone. And it's like, that's, that is what it comes down to. No, you're not alone. Let other people around you as well know that they are not alone. That's the most important thing because they want us to be isolated. They want us to think that we're alone. They want us to think that we're crazy. They want us to feel isolated because if we feel isolated, that is when they can come in for the kill. That's when they can come in to uh, do whatever it is that they want to do. Uh, anyway, Sage Rook a second. Thank you for the ten dollars. Super chat says without textualism, it's not law. Just a suggestion that you can interpret however you want according to the spirit of the time. It's relativism by another name, and it's just as dangerous. Sage Rook a second. Thank you. Yes, exactly. If the law, as written, has no meaning or has a plethora of meanings, you either have an actual law, or as you said, you have nothing. Because I would even say you don't have a suggestion. Um, you have nothing because it's either you have the law or you have nothing at all. Uh, again, apologies for skipping anyone, uh, but I'm going to, uh, finish up with some super chats and tax shark. Thank you for being here, man. Uh, thank you for the pair lifting up weights saying, keep it up. I really do appreciate that, man. You're awesome. All right. I think I got all the super chats and, uh, I did have some people, uh, cash in on their members comments so uh let's go ahead and say nico blue for uh uh, n4 key thank you for becoming a member of the army of asgard level uh very much appreciate that uh johnny walker thanks for subscribing orange hat reviews thank you very much for cashing in on the 19 months in a row at the army of asgard level says movie talk the dragon heart theme became so popular it was used in trailers for nine other movies is truly a powerful and emotional piece nice 
I actually don't know that piece. I actually don't know it. I don't know, Moss. Thank you for being a member for four months at the Citizen of Asgardian level. Uh, Justin M., thank you for the $3 donation via Streamlabs. Very much appreciate it. All right, and I think I've gotten everybody. Whew. All right, thank you all so very much for being here. Went a little bit long tonight, but uh, I can say uh, we have no official updates as of now. Again, this is the official docket for the court case uh, in question. Uh, so as you can see, nothing has been uploaded uh, as far as justices making any decision. My guess is at this time, it, it probably would not show up today. So uh, if it doesn't show up tomorrow, then <laughs> good Lord, it's going to come out on the day in which it is <laughs> in which the the thing being challenged is going to be going into effect, which is just freaking insanity. Uh, no orders here either. So again, just as a last check there, um, unfortunately, it looks like we're not getting uh, we're not going to be getting the answers that uh, should be pretty easy and should be pretty straightforward at this point in time. Anyway, uh, everyone watching over in Odyssey, light that fire button. Thank you for all that love. R, thank you very much for being there. Everyone else over there as well. Uh, uh, thank you again for, for just being awesome and for being a friend to quote the great golden girls. Uh, also thank you everyone on YouTube as well. Shout out to Tina and Steph for being here for even just a little bit. Sorry about the last minute, uh, of letting y'all know huge shout out, of course, to Laura, the modern major general of the channel. Uh, and of course for changing her name to one of the best names uh, of modern times, uh, which of course that, uh, Sotomayor is a liar because she is a liar. Sotomayor and Kagan lied, and it's so important that they are called out on that. And all I can say is please continue to pray for everyone who is likely to be impacted by this. Whether you're being impacted by it or not, pray. I thought I would never have to have this as a possibility. I thought I was safe in, in, in the Catholic school system. I thought I was safe. Turns out that is not the case. If you think you're safe, if you're if you're in a position where you're fine, keep in mind it can also it, it can reach out even to you. So please pray for those that are going through this, uh, and I will continue to pray for everyone else as well. And uh, I would ask that if you are a praying person, that you would add to your prayers to this, and also if you have the opportunity to fast at all. Um, you know, even Christ Himself says there are some things that can only be dealt with. Um, through prayer and fasting. Uh, fasting can be a very powerful spiritual tool. And so um, I know that me and one of my friends at school, uh, who's very similar to me in the same boat, uh, is uh, we, we fasted on uh, Friday and um, uh, fasted a little bit on Friday and Thursday. So definitely going to continue to uh, try and offer up as much as I possibly can uh, over the next couple of days, especially as we wait for this. So again, thank you all very much for being here and uh, for praying. And I'll continue to pray for you guys uh, as well. You're all amazing and beautiful people from the bottom of my heart. Seriously, I love you guys. And uh, again, thank you for so much love and so much support. And again, love one another, uh, support one another. And uh, even if things don't go our way, we're going to get through this because we have each other. And in the end, that's all that really matters. So anyway. Enough from me. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, God bless.
And now for a huge shout out to all of my January Patreon subscribe star and Locals members. Starting first off with Locals, shout out to Kara Tharp, UAB Mad Dog, Mike Jackson, Bifford the Hobbit, and Robert Barnes. Thank you all very much for supporting me over on the Locals platform. Also a shout out to my subscribe star people, UAB Mad Dog, Mike Jackson once again, Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, Stan 4, John B., Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss, slash the new number two, Jaira the Beer Guru, and ZK Man. Thank you all very much for supporting me over on the Subscribe Star uh, platform. And lastly, to my Patreon supporters, my uh, 30 Patreon supporters over there Animation Commentator Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Brian P., Christopher Bowman, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father. Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Her- uh, Hannibal Grimm. Harold Francis, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, uh, Gomer Kyle, 79, Lance, Laura, the Modern Major General Story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mondo Spieler, Mr. Peabody, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Rosetta Allen, Stan Andrian, Miss Martin Muses, Theodore Benden, and Tina Bojan, and of course, Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you all so very much for your love and for your support. And if you want your name shouted out at the end of every live stream and at the end of every video, please make sure that you support me over on a Patreon, Subscribe Star, or on Locals. Also, you get a ton of other goodies if you support at the Army of Asgard level and above. Starting at the Army of Asgard level, you get access to various giveaways that I do during the month, including various 4K titles. Uh, many of them 4K Steelbook titles, and so if you want access to that, check out the Army of Asgard level on those platforms specifically. You also get access, once you are a Keeper of the Bifrost level member, to that, plus a podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger, where you actually get to ask us questions, and also, of course, get access to that, and the library of previous podcast episodes. We're up to about 33 episodes now that we have uh, been able to do. I think most of those episodes now at this point we've actually done it together, which has been a lot of fun. And of course, you can join at the Chosen of Valhalla live stream, Chosen of Valhalla, Chosen of Valhalla live stream level, where you get access to not only all of those things, but also you get access to be featured on the channel once a month during the Chosen of Valhalla live stream with the other Chosen members, which is always a lot of fun. Also, during your first month, you get a free T-shirt sent anywhere in the world. You just let me know your size let me know the t-shirt that you want from the store over on teespring or on Public, whichever you prefer and i will gladly send that out to you if you're at that level anyway you guys are all amazing and beautiful people hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and as always god bless